1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. To the Triforce Podcast. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. We're with back. You, we're back. Uh, Sips. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Perian. Hello. Welcome. Well, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning. You
1: know, uh, I, I I was just reminded of something. So, for anyone that doesn't know, when we do these recordings, and I think when when anyone in the Yogs does does these recordings, and probably anyone anywhere does recordings, if you've got multiple audio signals that you're going to edit together, you do what's called a mark. Yes. Where we all count down three, two, one, and then we all say mark, so you can sync up the recordings. But for a while, we changed it from Mark to Go or something like that. Can you guys <laughs> yeah, uh, remember that?
0: Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, I think I still <laughs> yeah,
1: just did yeah. Mark
2: anyway. Yeah, but it was like we go uh, three, I two, one. Can't teach it off Shazam six, or yeah. something like yeah, in order I to just...
1: look, raise the energy levels or something like that. I thought it was bollocks at the time, and I'm very glad we've just gone back to saying Mark.
2: Sure. Well, it was more because Mark was kind of this strange. Long noise that was m- more tricky to sync up than a monosyllabic sound. Oh, so we could just maybe um, go
1: like a grunt. Right, Three, yeah. two, one. Hur! Three, like two, that. one. Uh, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, or man. like the sound of a caveman thumping another caveman. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, with ooh, a. <gasps> With a uh, with a club, yeah, like um, a club. We I could like do a
1: caveman edition of Triforce as the 200 special, where we just communicate in grunts.
2: Man,
0: Ooh. I hope that they you take all of our grunts and and sample them into like the new Elder Scrolls music. You know, like that grunty, like
2: oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah! I want all that. I want, the fame, I, want, I want
1: the fame. and the glory from that for sure. For anyone that's just joining the podcast, welcome. We're uh, we grunting. We're grunting. We're men.
0: We're just we're just men. Two of us, uh, fathers of multiple children, and uh, sometimes you got to do some grunting. You know, you got to let it
2: all out. You got to let it hang loose. You got to let it hang low. I love the grunting. I, I so. like the idea of me holding up a picture of cave painting of Pamela Anderson to you, and you guys going. Oh.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like grunting appreciatively. i oh, try
2: excited <laughs> grunting.
0: <laughs> it's like that guy watching the fucking Star Wars Force Awakens trailer for the first time. You remember that guy? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: fucking crying yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man! It's just oh, man. it's just the animal instinct, you know. Yeah. Excitement, you know. Oh. I do. I think that. I think that. You know, if you met a caveman, you know, from 20,000 years ago, and you showed him a picture of 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 Pamela Pamela
0: Anderson, Anderson, like her her Baywatch years, oh my God. He would be grunting. grunting. We'd both
1: be be grunting. I'd be like, you know what? There may be an ocean of time between us, friend, but we found... That Pamela Anderson travels across generations and civilizations and time and language itself yeah. to result yeah. in ho, 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 ho. <laughs> whatever year you're from, we grow. I think
2: Big Knockers is globally trans, you know, to all humanity. Even women understand oh, the, yeah. the even those boob killers. havers
1: themselves oh, throughout all time.
2: Havers.
0: I'm sure there's cave paintings of big knockers as well. Like, when it doesn't have to one. be
2: Pam. It could be like just two Pamela and maybe uh, David Hasselhoff with his buns out. Old, you know. old
0: Ugg had the biggest knockers in the village and all the men, you know, would do like heavy grunting anytime she was around or whatever. You yeah. know, do you know what?
1: I would, lo- I would like to get this uh, confirmed.
2: Pamela Uggerson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like
1: to get this confirmed by any women that listen. I've asked Mrs. F and she dismissed it as she dismisses all my questions with the wave of a, a hand. And ugh. So this, <laughs> okay. is, this is my question, right? And I, I feel that I've noticed that in any social situation where there's a group of women, the women with the biggest tits tend to be in charge. They tend to be right. the movers and shakers. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: And they right. they just
1: sort of have a sort of air about them where they're the they're the 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 keepers of uh, of the conversation. Yeah, no, I think you know. it's the
0: same for men. I think the guy with the biggest panini is in charge, and uh, right, but clearly I am in charge panini. of this podcast. So like, uh, <laughs> you
1: can't see the panini. No, but I mean, come know. on. When
0: you look down there, and it looks like I've stuffed like three gym socks down my pants, and I haven't. It's all natural. Uh, that you know. <laughs> Yeah, you use your imagination. It's... I'm
1: not looking at your dick. I'm gonna say <laughs> whatever we you are. Out, I caught you that last you time I saw you. Me. I was like,
0: "Come on, Flack, stop staring at my dick." Eyes like, up here. Eyes yeah, up yeah, here. I, yeah. Up here. Like, stop objectifying me. Stop staring at my 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 crotch area. Disgusting. I'm just saying,
1: women do it. I yeah. mean, I know if if there's a group of women and I'm talking to them, whoever's got the biggest boobs is probably getting the bulk of my attention. That's all I'm saying. But I think. In terms of social cues, I think a lot of women take their cues from the biggest boobs at the party I sure think uh, I, don't, I think yes, that's your enough.
2: anecdotal experience though I what don't else have i got to true? go
1: on there's been no research what, be about, into this. what
2: about what about a just like a
0: set a perfectly beautiful big round set of uh eyes you know what i mean like uh that you can get lost in you eyes like, schmeyes. you can't no, the
1: pair of eyes no no, right? no but, so who but cares?
0: have you noticed though that you've noticed eyes a lot more since the lockdown and stuff with people wearing masks you can't see the rest of their face right so all you can see is their eyes yeah but that's why and i people... think it's a trick
1: i think eyes are a trick no
0: no they're because you eyes see beautiful important. eyes
1: my first thought is yeah but what's under that mask you know yeah. what i mean she, like she just might like, have,
0: like... A, like a set of horse <laughs> teeth or something like that <laughs> Ooh, but <laughs> that's,
1: that's but the, she man like. eyes are
0: super important though <laughs> no like you have to have nice eyes i agree for you've sure. got to have your eyes a, look, a nice
1: pair of eyes i love a really looking deep god i like into a woman with eyes
0: no, 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 uh, no, no patches or like, you know, <laughs> glass eyes or anything like that. Just just all natural. Like well, Not
1: know. just a single large eye in the middle of the <laughs> like,
2: head like <laughs> No, Or no, oh, an extra eye. Yeah, three yeah. eyes is no good. So, all right, what
1: was, so if you were like Captain Kirk off in space and you met a woman, yeah. beautiful, perfect body, but she had one massive eye, like Leela from... Future armor. Yeah. Could you could you go through with it? Like her, most of her face is an eye. Oh,
0: I think I probably could. Yeah, I could see past it. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> wow. You like
2: that? Yeah. Well, she can't because she hasn't got any depth Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: she might though. It's one big eye. Like it's it's got to work in mysterious ways. It, I would thought. It
1: doesn't have binocular vision.
0: No. Also, I, guess so, uh, yeah. I do
1: apologize. You may hear this. Is, you guys might not because we, it's voice activated when we record this. But the the recording will certainly have a lot of. Bang- Banging, there, there, there's some banging. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. Right. Drilling, hammering, ch chundering around in right. there. It's, okay. The, my neighbor is having a loft conversion, which is probably going to take a couple of
0: months. Oh my god. Um, man, I wish ours. I, we're, we 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 do a loft conversion. It's like it's all it's all set to go. We just got to get people in to actually do it now. But yeah, man, we've got that whole. We have that whole adventure to go go through. It's an adventure,
1: all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so I read an article this week about basement compression. Oh, that's so in London. London, Everyone is. Well,
1: not hold on, hold on, hold on. Not everyone.
2: Not everyone. The rich are having basement. The rich. Yeah, yeah. You've You've got got to be pretty rich. Digging out under their house. and. Have been in swimming pools put down yeah. there and fucking home cinemas and, and God knows oh, you name cinemas. It. Cinemas. Yeah. 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 Gyms because they're private you gyms. You know, they they've
1: got these houses in in fancy neighborhoods in London, like Mayfair and, and you know, all around. Kensington there. and Kensington um, and all that, Chelsea yeah, and stuff. Chelsea. So they're like, We need to, you know, we need more room, but we don't want to have to move because 'cause they've probably got a job in the city or something like that, or they've got some fancy job in London, of which there are plenty. And they don't want to move. Their house is worth millions, but they need more space. Because they've got all this fucking money. So they go underground. So they dig these mega basements, they call them. And they build like an extra house underneath their house. But a lot of the people that live in those places, it's literally skip city. Because if you think about the number of skips you need to just do basic work, like when we had the kitchen done, we had to have a little bit of foundations dug out in the back garden. And there was all the rubble and all the rest of it from the old part of the building that they replaced and all that. It was about seven or eight skips worth of stuff. If you're digging... A whole story underground. Yeah. That's like a hundred how... skips easily.
0: Oh, easy. easily. There's a lot of dirt and they and to They've crack. got to dig it out,
1: yeah. and then they've got to dig down further to put the foundations down for all that. And I think if you're digging in London, any kind of digging in London, you have to have archaeologists and shit come in because it's like we're sat on top of oh, thousands, unexploded years of history.
0: World War 2 bombs, all of that shit. you name it, like old swords and shit, like yeah, everywhere. Plague yeah. pits. Yeah.
1: There's the drilling. I don't know if you guys can hear that drilling. No, I
2: can't. The, uh... I can't hear the oh, drilling. Well, that's good. Actually.
1: Well, our listeners will be able to hear it.
2: So nice. Good luck, folks. Well, you just gotta, they're just going to yeah. have to put up with it, unfortunately. Basement excavation apparently is is absolute hell for neighbors. Because it's a thing that apparently I don't know. I, sh- I assume you do need permission for it, but it's like one of those things that's quite often given permission because it's not visual, right? You're like, well, oh, just dig out the basement. Doesn't sound that bad um you know it's not gonna blight the skyline you don't have to have a scaffold you know you don't have to yeah. but actually apparently it's a real a real ball like it is a um, real ball
1: like for all concerned i'm pretty sure yeah.
2: i was
0: watching uh, G- uh grand designs the finalist last night on tv i, I don't uh-huh. know if you've ever watched this show before but it's about all these like these fucking crazy houses that people end up building or whatever And some of them are awesome, and some of them, like, not so much or whatever. But this is, like, the finalist one, right? They're shortlisting, like, the best ones to win some award at the end of the year for 2021. Man, some of the houses are just spectacular. But... They make it seem like these people are just like, oh, you know, Joe works at a stapler factory and uh, Mary was a stay-at-home mom and they, uh, you know, they just got creative one day and they built like this fucking multi-multi-multi-million pound super mansion, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, like, it's okay. Uh, but some of them, some of them are are kind of nice. Like, there's this one couple that built, uh, they lived in South London and it was, um, It looked like it was – they demolished a Victorian home, which I was like, what the hell? Like, most of them are listed. You can't just demolish them. It was in this neighborhood with all these old, beautiful Victorian houses or whatever. But it turns out that the house that they built on – was built in the '50s. Looked like shit. Everybody hated it. So what they did was they just like stripped the outside of the house and built a new house on top of it. So the ground mm. floor of the new house is just the old house, but you can't tell. Like, and it's made to look like a sort of modern take on like a Victorian house, and it fits in really nicely with the neighborhood and everything. Man, it's uh, it's beautiful. They have five kids, and they have a bedroom for each kid in there as well. So, like, multi-millions, clearly, but, oh, my I, God, I do it's wonder stunning.
1: sometimes if these people just sold a house that they had for a lot of money and then went and bought some land very cheaply in the country and realized that they still had, like, a million quid left May, over. Yeah,
0: maybe, but, like, man, or some inherited of Or a chunk like, of change. Some of it is so nice, so it's, like, really creative, you know? Like, I, I don't know some how of people it's really come up stupid. with stupid. Yeah, some, some of it it's is really pretty stupid. stupid, yeah. But, like, for me, if... If 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 they said to me like oh design your dream house man it would just be like a square like a perfect square like and I would just <laughs>
2: like a Minecraft yeah house. exactly
0: it would be like a yeah like surviving the
2: first night Minecraft house like Chris I... and Claudine <laughs> have knocked down their listed country mansion to build a giant Amazon box oh, oh, man. they've modelled it after a classic packing box with the arrow on the side and an opening on the top and they've left it on someone else's doorstep with a note Ugh. sealed Ugh. by with packing tape a couple can enter the the room via any number of holes man i tell you what
0: though if i had my own little like fulfillment uh room like amazon fulfillment room with like a rack and like a label printer and stuff like that i'd be pretty happy just you know mundane tasks to add on to like the other mundane tasks i, I do all day in video games and stuff you know just like fulfill yeah, some oh amazon parcels
2: from my own little <laughs> my, my amazon house why not <laughs> i'd be up for it i i guess like most of the time they have an architect right who's sat on some weird designs that they created at uni or whatever and they want to do those but then again also it's like people are inspired by nature right like they're like they've got a piece of land with a windmill on it they're like these guys use the shell of the old windmill kind of completely almost like unnecessarily but almost at extra cost you know to, to keep it'd be cheaper just to knock the whole fucking thing down and start again but They've spent extra money to kind of retain period features yep. um, or whatever. And so this, like in the in the um, in this couple's front room, kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, single joining room, um, there is the ruins of the old windmill. It's like, oh, OK, they've just kept the whole thing in there as this sort of yeah. strange. There was a yeah, there's a house remnant. on the thing yesterday that had the, like an old
0: uh, medieval English like fort. It was in Cornwall or something or like some somewhere no, it wasn't Cornwall, sorry. It was it was up north somewhere because it was on the border of Scotland. Um Prime. and uh and but it was listed, it was like grade two listed, so they could not remove it, you know, it's like a historical site or whatever. But they just tacked a house onto it and then built a house like inside of it and stuff, mm. but it's like I feel like if it's listed, it should just be kind of left. Like you should, you know, you, yeah. should, you shouldn't just be like tacking a house onto the side of a historical site. Like the whole point is it's listed
1: because it is yeah, itself yeah. historically I mean, important.
0: It's it was nice enough. It wasn't for me, but like I can appreciate that. Like you know, a lot of thought went into the architecture and stuff. But like I don't know. Part of me just thinks like just leave that stuff. If you if you are gonna go to the trouble of listing it, just leave it. You know, like make it. You know. Get the, get the Heritage Foundation or whatever to, like, you know, um, set up, like, a museum inside of it or, or some shit like that. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about somebody just having a house, like, tacked onto it, you know? It doesn't really make a lot
2: of sense. People do, like, like money, um, and they will just do things that are cheaper. Because, you know, as soon as London, like, house prices reach a certain amount per square foot, yeah. it's obviously suddenly cheaper to dig out the basement and, you know or dig out the garden you know how low can you go put though? a layer of turf on Imagine the top you of the get roof like of you the... get
0: like five stories underground like sort of thing man that'd be awesome some of them just are just keep like, digging
2: and digging and digging i don't know like I never i don't like I don't really like living underground no I don't know with the with the lack of like windows and stuff I mean I get it for a cinema room maybe yeah 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 maybe a swimming pool I mean in but...
0: North America like especially where i when when I grew up every house I lived in had a basement it was like a is a common common thing in the neighborhoods that i grew up in but um most of the basements weren't finished so like say you bought your house off plan you moved into it like we like my parents bought a house when i was about three i think and this is like the neighborhood that i grew up in but the houses were just built at the time in like you know 1983 or whatever but uh when you moved in uh there was no like fences separating the backyards there was no the ba- the basements weren't finished. Like there was a lot of things that you sort of had to do yourself to finish. What off do you the mean house- not
2: finished? Well, we haven't dug it out. We've already only no, done no, half like they, they
0: they dig it out. Um, they they sort of you know like it, it forms the foundation of the house, right? So it's like a concrete box underneath your house, Um right. in the ground, and then um, and then they just build the house on top of that. But like and there's like just like a a, a really sort of basic set of stairs down to it. But when you go down there, it is just a concrete box with a drain in the middle of the, of the floor. You know, it's like, it looks like a murder room or something. Right. Um, Dexter stood there. And sometimes there's like a couple of steel beams that sort of like hold up the the rest of the house down there as well. Oh, we can knock those through. Yeah. But then
2: it's up to to you. uh, It's up to
0: you to finish it off. So like, like I remember when I was small, my dad and a couple of his friends went to like, you know, Home Depot or whatever and got everything they needed and he put, like, walls, like, partitions and, and flooring and everything in. And then it became, like, a, you know, like, another living room downstairs. But, like, because I had a brother as well, it was more, like, just for kids, right? It was, like, a big playroom sort of thing. Mm. And it was great. But, you know, it's it's extra work for sure. You know, like, so, like, I, I definitely had friends where their basements were not f- ever finished. You know, they were just used as storage or there was, like, a workshop down there or whatever, you know, like... And then the big fucking sink that I always talk about, the basement sink. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it, but there's always like some big rubber basement sink in these in these basements, and it's like just a sink for cleaning your dirty shoes or your dog or something
2: like that. You know, a cigar room. That's one of these things that people have underground.
0: <laughs> I feel like a cigar room underground is not the best. You'd have to ventilate it like like crazy, right? Well, uh, I feel like I sh- if you're gonna have a cigar room, you need it. You need it like leading out onto a like a balcony or something, so that you can open the. <laughs> You can open a big door and just waft all that fucking putrid cigar smoke out.
2: Yeah, so you can look like evilly across the the cityscape and say, "One day this will be all yeah, mine." Yeah, I think
0: if you have a cigar room in a in a basement with no ventilation, it's gonna get really fucking. Gnarly down there. After a while,
2: it's gonna. Stink. Well, I assume it must be the same for all of this stuff. Like it's like a gym, an underground gym. I mean, that's got to have decent ventilation, isn't it? That's the one of the big things they put on. I'm sure yeah.
1: they put ventilation in, lads. I mean, they're, they're not just sealing you in an underground tomb. Like, well, there's your underground room. Is there any air in there? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Nope. You, you didn't ask for it. I, yeah, I
2: definitely saw someone doing it on Queen Square. They were covered in dirt, and I was like. Why are they so dirty? What can they possibly be doing in that building that involves that much dirt? I don't dirt? think it
1: has to be underground dirt to be dirty dirt. Dirt is dirt, whether it be I think you get that
0: underground dirt and you make some nice planters outside in your backyard. It's got to be mean, good if you, dirt. If right? you're digging up a basement, you've got, you've got to have some yardage as well, right? Like a... but,
1: but, but wouldn't it just be, if you think about it, it's dirt that hasn't had oxygen in it for a long time
0: well indeed, and won't, the, th-
1: therefore there won't be bacteria that's alive in there it, and, not that far
0: down, it's right? only a really thin layer of topsoil before you get into like the the clay yeah. and rocks and stuff too right so a lot of it is just going to be rubble i think yeah i mean i don't know anything about this i'm just no i'm making some big assumptions but i we are. probably sound like i know what i'm talking about so <laughs> i'm gonna carry on um just you know So last couple of
1: weeks, it's been the World Series of Poker main event, the big one, the $10,000 buy-in, very large field of players. I think it's, I can't, let's see how many players there were at the start. I want to say it's 6,000. I've not seen a single
2: Uh, article about this or any awareness of it at all. I think it's all very locked up under copyrighted, the broadcast I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Oh. Uh,
1: So let me see if I can find the main event.
2: I saw you tweeting about this.
0: You seem to have some, uh, some... I was angry. You had some opinions. Angry. For sure, yep. <laughs> there was there, <laughs> okay. there were
2: opinions shared. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, excited to hear about. I'm not so, um, about your opinions. The main
1: event had 6,650 entrants uh, at ten grand a pop. Eight million dollar uh, for the uh, for the for the prize pool. Okay, so yeah, the problem with poker at the moment. Is that it's not as big as it was in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. That's when the poker explosion was around. Right. I'm what, sure there's what, lots of
0: people. What burst the poker bubble? I will tell you. Okay.
1: Okay. So here's what happened. Poker was. They'd had a World Series since the 70s. It had been around a while. And it was only really a small group of people that basically lived in Las Vegas and played profo- pro- poker professionally. Doyle Brunson. Do- Doyle Brunson, exactly. Doyle Brunson. Yeah, and Phil Helmuth and all those <laughs> old school guys who've been around for years. I, kind of, I feel and... like
0: they, got a, they, they need to appeal to a younger audience. And I have a really good idea for how they could do it, if you don't mind okay. me sharing just before Please you, do. You, you carry on. I I think I think if you're looking for a younger audience you need to make references to things that younger kids will will know about, right? And I feel like poker there's cards in it, Pokemon there's cards in it as well. I think they could repurpose like do like a uh, a song. Um you know, do you guys remember the Pokemon Christmas song? Who's that Pokemon at the Pokemon Christmas bash? You know that one? No. But instead no. they could say who's that poker star? At the Poker Star Christmas Bash. And then they could like, Mm -hmm. you know, and then part of the song is like, it it names the Pokemon. So it's like, Squirtle. But like, instead they could be like, Go, 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 Gary, you know, like they could, and then they could get all of their, they could get all the poker stars' names in so that the kids would remember who they were and stuff. I think, no,
2: like I think I'm on to something kind of cool here. Like maybe they should get me to do the PR or something. Maybe they could. I thought, I thought you were going to say they replaced the cards with Pokemon cards. No, yeah, no, right? I just add to all this, Lewis. Come is on. That they replaced the suits with. Like I don't know, either grass type or, or oh, Pikachu. No, he's, got no, Pikachu right
1: he's got a Pikachu flush going here. Just needs
0: one more
2: exactly. Pikachu.
1: Yeah, the seven of Pikachus and the, the and
2: eight. it's the EV. Oh, oh this. yeah.
0: But instead, it's like the hey, look, it's uh, Stuart, You know, like the, the that other Pokestar. St- po- Pokestar. You know, like that everybody <laughs> lo- knows and loves. Nigel. Right. 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 The right. Pokestar. I feel right. like you've, got, <laughs> you've taken it a, <laughs> a step too far. Hey, with look! That. Holy shit! It's last
2: year's champion. It's Colin, you know, like it's not. <laughs> you, but I like where you're going because yeah. you could rename like the flop and the turn to like the tick and the top. Yeah. You, know I mean? you could like. Yeah, you could get some sponsorships in. And and, and when a play you know,
0: is and when a big uh, play or a bluff is made, they could be like, "That's a bit sussy." Yeah, and stuff. You know, like they it. gotta they gotta appeal. And then to- when
2: someone like. Bluffs someone and yeah. gets and tricks them, they can say, Oh Mogus. Yeah, or whatever. yes, of course. Yeah. And they right. could
0: and they could call the tournament pog champs or something, like Yes. You know? Yeah.
2: Oh, I like where this is yeah. you Rename get Rename Poker like, to Pogger. Yes. Right there. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the way it actually went <laughs> guys down are, was it we, was... We should uh, be hired as a consulting
0: agency uh, for the uh, youth. Uh, this, is we'll this, is my, this is my bid. This is my 2022 bid. I hope that they're listening because, I mean... Well, here's
1: what they did instead, okay? They hid the World Series of Poker behind a paywall. And you need right. to sign up to this garbage site that nobody ever watches other than at this two weeks for the World Series. If you want to watch other events, I guess it's about a month you, you sign up for. Um, Because there's a whole bunch of events. There's like Horse and Omaha and all the rest of it. There's a whole bunch of events in the, in the World Series. Right. Right, uh, But they don't do that. You've got to pay to watch the World Series. Now, this is like if Dota hid the international behind a paywall. If right. the World Cup, you had to pay to watch the World Cup. You know, pe- people would just not watch it. They would do something else. And that's and poker is a game that needs fresh blood. These poker websites and casinos and all that need people to come in and play games. Otherwise, it, it stops existing. Like, that. that's just how it goes. So the World Series of Poker is the best way to sell poker. And the boom that we were talking about earlier was a guy called Chris Moneymaker won the World Series. His name was Moneymaker, which is perfect. I know. Perfect. Well, that, that's got
0: to be a deed poll, right? Like, there's no way there's no, no, no. A that's his name. Last name. That is
1: his name. Oh, that is okay. his name. He's a, he was an amateur player. He turned up. He played. He won the whole thing. This was headline news. This was, like, big news. Chris Moneymaker, because that's just such a great name, wins the World Series. Well, okay,
2: his German name was Nurmacher. That was his parents. His ancestors were called that, because they made gold and silver coins, Nurmacher. Right. But when they came to America, they obviously changed. Right, but he didn't change his
1: name to Chris Moneymaker. No, no, he he was was born
2: Chris Moneymaker, first of his line. Yeah, Yeah.
1: He was. So... The World Series of Poker uh, that year when Moneymaker won it, it blew up and it was all over. You know, you watch it on TV and there was like, there was it, it was big and it got a yeah, load of people into poker, whole bunch of poker websites sprang up out of it. All of those big, big name players. There was Late Night Poker. There was Poker After Dark. There were all these poker TV shows. Big high rollers playing these games and people like Daniel Negreanu and uh, Phil Ivey and Gus Hansen became household names if you followed poker. They became big names because they were fun to watch and they were playing for millions of dollars, and it was great. And then poker had a decline because, first of all, in America, they changed the rules so that you couldn't use gambling websites anymore. They they banned it. So you had to do it with a VPN and all the rest of it, and a lot of people didn't like that. And, of course, when you're getting paid out, you can't have a gambling site, I assume, pay into an American bank account. So it became a whole fucking problem. So the U.S. government successfully shut down poker, this burgeoning industry. They shut it down, and that killed it a lot. And a lot of people, I think, tried out poker as a result of its popularity, realized they weren't any good at it, lost money, and thought, this is too expensive, I quit. So that was another side of it. But you're always going to have new suckers coming in to play games, right? Oh yeah. So if poker maintained its profile, it could still be a big game today. I mean, the World Series of Poker should be like the World Cup of, of poker, and people should be tuning in and watching it, but they paywalled it. The other problem is... The, I have never seen slower play than I saw at this World Series. Every single decision, the guys are sitting there completely motionless for two or three minutes and then making what is a very obvious play. Like it's pretty much the only play they've got a lot of the time. Very occasionally they'll mix it up, but they're just milking the time. It's called tanking. They tank on every decision. And by the end of it, the World Series of Poker commentators were losing their minds and trying to come up with ways to speed up poker. They were like, this is awful. Why are they doing this? This is They should have a clock like they do in chess. So they were coming up all these new things. I guarantee you it was not gonna happen again next year. These guys were taking the piss. It was so boring. And you'd watch How like bizarre. an hour video on YouTube, like literally an hour video. And there's guys there with just, both of them have got very little. It's not a particularly big pot. And they're sitting there and they're shuffling their chips for like two minutes there's no table talk, there's no chat. It was so dull. But there were some great hands, like it was, there were some great storylines if you just looked at the cards, but if you actually tried to watch the broadcast, it's like the worst game of anything you've ever seen. It'd be like watching people play Dota where all they did was farm for an hour and then there was one fight and that settled the whole thing. It was like the it was like the old school version of Dota where that was what happened. So it, it was like that with poker. It was so bad and, and they've got to do something about it. Get poker out from behind a paywall so people can watch it and speed this shit up. You want a modern audience to watch this shit? Why the fuck are the players allowed to spend two or three minutes on every fucking decision and they each do it? So if there's three of them in a pop, this hand is going to take forever. It was all- If
0: they want to, if they want a modern audience to watch it they need to do a poker battle royale and when you're out you actually get killed and you're dead (laughs) and you have player numbers and stuff and uh, the people who sort of um you know ring fence or uh, control the game have to wear like uh, bright colorful uh, costumes with masks mm. and stuff like that you this know is a I mean?
1: great original idea <coughs> uh,
0: i've got tons of original ideas just yeah. uh, anytime you want just ask me and i'll, I'll i can <laughs> it's I can... like a black mirror episode. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i like yeah. that yeah. yeah the highest i mean then yeah. i
1: understand them tanking a little in bit. in this game
0: decisions. the stakes are really high because you can die you know that that can be like the tagline yeah. for the poker tournament. You
2: call it Quid Game. Quid oh. Game.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. But no, a modern audience will uh, will love that, though, right? These well, you'd are, think so. These are it, this all, this all
1: should have been on Twitch. It should have been should have been much more accessible. But they didn't. They fucked it because the the people that run these casinos and run these these tournaments are fucking ancient, and they just they see a chance to make a teeny bit of money, and they take it. Rather than thinking they're about a like long game, they're like that
2: fucking guy. What what streaming table? You want streaming table? The you streaming want table. Streaming table? Yeah, they're
1: like that. He's like that
2: guy. Like I mean, they're all like. But that. at least he was boomers. trying
1: to think. Like he was trying to modernize and come up with cool stuff. He just had no idea what he was talking about. These guys have no idea what they're talking about and are not trying to do anything. They're not listening. They're not looking for ideas. Nothing. They're literally playing it like I assume these guys have been working in casinos since the seventies. So that in their mind. The, you know the, the, that's not how you do it
0: yeah and it's just like it's moron they're set in their ways yeah they don't want Talking to Talking
1: about the past i've been watching <laughs> for just completely by chance i watched three 80s action movies in the last week. Oh, i know, just, I, just, know just, just I know what you're gonna say i
0: know what you're gonna say you're going to talk about Lethal Weapon.
1: I am going to talk about Lethal Weapon. I don't know how you guessed that. But Man, yes, I guess t- I...
0: Because I, I, I wish that I was watching Lethal Weapon as well. I'm not sure why I'm not. Like, I loved 80s well, action movies. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was great. But there was a moment in there that I was not prepared for. And it kind of jumped out at me as... I, I don't think of the 80s as being that dated for some reason. I know. But sure. my, my daughter said to me, Dad, that was like 40 years ago. And yeah, I'm it like... It was, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But... You know, it, it, it doesn't feel as dated as like stuff from the, the 50s and the 60s well, some, in terms of attitude.
0: Some stuff really still holds up. But uh, mm, other, I'm wondering where this other is. Other stuff not so much. It really depends. Right.
1: I mean in, in terms of dated, I'm not saying like the effects are dated. For example, we watched Aliens. We got the kids to watch Aliens. They loved it. I was like, girls, this is an eighteen, but it's mainly just an eighteen because there's a little bit of violence in it. It's actually not that
0: gory. It's not mega violent. Um, it's I think it's, it's not it, that I bad. think it's more like uh it's
1: got cussing in
0: it. It's got a bit of cussing and also it's it's tense, right? Like you're it is
1: tense, yeah. But it's a great film. I love that film. Oh yeah, it's know, a it was good very
0: one. scary when I watched it. It's scary, right? yeah. I mean, when it's... I was a kid and saw it, I was fucking shit scared. Terrifying, of that movie. yeah. But
1: I, we 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 got them to watch a few movies when we were on holiday in the evenings. We'd watch a movie, and we were like, "We think you guys are ready to watch Aliens."
0: And oh they, my god! Oh. And
1: they were yeah. so excited because it was like a proper alien or alien. Aliens. Alien, I think, would be too scary. Because I'm okay. scared of that movie. Alien like, was that pretty is a scary. Genuinely yeah. terrifying alien film. is scary. A-
0: alien resurrection was scary for different reasons. Uh, yeah, scary that
1: it cost <laughs> that much money and I was waiting that long for a, another Sigourney alien Weaver movie.
0: might have had sex with the alien as well, which is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. pretty
1: fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but so there's a line in Lethal Weapon, there are two lines that I thought, okay, this actually is older than I thought because you wouldn't get that these days. They're discussing, so let, let me just set the scene for anyone that hasn't seen Lethal Weapon and to jog the memory of the elderly like me that have seen it and might have forgotten. It opens with a girl, Amanda Huntsacker, falling off a balcony because she's taken a load of drugs and she thinks she can fly. And she falls off this balcony and lands on a car. And that's the opening scene of the film. Yeah. And they talk to this uh, Dixie, who's this other uh, prostitute that they see at the scene and she tells him what happened. And they're discussing what happened. This is Riggs and Murtaugh discussing what it was. And they say, maybe Amanda wasn't having sex. Um, um, R- Murtaugh says, maybe Amanda wasn't having sex with a man. Maybe she was having sex with another woman. And Riggs, this is Mel Gibson, the hero of the movie, says, disgusting, but okay. Like, disgusting. Uh, yeah. I thought that was... Wow. Like, Just a, he's yeah, talking a about weird, yeah. two women having sex. And he says, the word he opts for is disgusting. Well, I thought, you got to remember
0: 1986. Yeah, but in the 80s homosexuality was not not mainstream and not accepted, right? Like it still it still had a ways to go, right? It was like in the 90s it was getting a bit better, but it was still like if you remember shows like yeah. Saturday Night Live, they would make jokes about it constantly, like yeah, yeah. really poor taste jokes about it and stuff. And it but, was really. But don't you think that
1: the, for him to go, oh, it takes all sorts or something, yeah. you know? But for him to say disgusting, yeah, and for that to come out of the hero's mouth, I thought, wow, that is incredible. I know, but you got to
0: remember that the, the demographic for these movies at the time, '80s action movies was probably, you know, people that fought in the Vietnam War and the Korean no, the, War and the stuff. was <laughs> all of us. <laughs> it's like,
1: it was everybody. No,
0: it was, but it, it's, it was just such a different time, you know what I mean? Like Like, you look back on that now and I agree. It's like, what the hell? But at the time, there was either not as much thought put into it at all or it was trying to appeal to the demographics of the time as well, right? Which would have been probably um middle-aged men realistically for i, I don't think it was
1: i don't think it was middle-aged men. Uh, i think this was, was a blockbuster movie i think it was meant to appeal to everybody from the age of 18 up genuinely sure, i don't think they but... were like our market here is 50 year old vietnam vets i just think that no no that was seen as no big deal in the 80s and people wouldn't go wow did he just say that if if can you imagine chris pratt in a movie now, like fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're talking about two lesbians. He goes disgusting, but okay. You have no cl- and nobody picks him up. With him. No, no one no, says but you have him, no context what?
0: for it at the time. He may he may have may well have said something in a movie right now that we don't even bat an eyelid to. Exactly, and in thirty exactly. years time, it's going to be problematic like it, we have no idea you know and that's just the weird, same though, with this also, stuff it is weird for the sure other,
1: the other thing i don't get and that this is also a surprise me is men have always enjoyed watching quote unquote lesbian porn right <laughs> like not actual lesbians having sex but two women pretend to be lesbians since so time remember
0: <laughs> men have always enjoyed lesbian
2: look at this picture oh man. So he, he's i just, He's, kissing. I just sexy found it interesting. Woman.
1: He didn't just go. He didn't comment on it like, "Oh, that's unusual." He's dis- disgusting. Oh I'm thinking, yeah. I don't think. I like if we're talking about the target demographic. I think they'd be thinking, "No, that sounds pretty hot, dude." Because both the women involved were hot, right? Amanda Huntsack is hot, and Dixie was hot. So you're watching two hot women have sex, and that is disgusting to yeah. Mel Gibson. Also, there's a line where. Myrtle tries to put out a fire on Riggs's back and he shouts at him, what are you, a fag? Yeah. And pushes him off. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
2: Do you think this is ad-libbed or do you think this is real? No, I think this is <laughs> Do, you think Mel, do you think Mel put those in? He's put them in. Because he sure. he's quite
1: religious though, isn't he? He's put them in for sure. He's a super Catholic. He's one of those guys with the, what do they call them? They, they put a band around their thigh and they tighten it up. And it hurts them all day to remind them of Jesus's sacrifice. I believe. Right. It's like I can't remember what particular sect, but several members of the of our government were uh, or are uh, parts of this sort of catholic leg thing um where they sort of basically they're like flagellants for the 21st century um so yeah he's one of those guys and he's a massive anti-semite and a, and a piece of shit um yeah also yeah. Uh, exactly. also mean, he...
0: had like a um, massive massive problems with alcoholism as well I, yeah. remember some of those awkward interviews where people tried to ask him about it and he's like i didn't come here to talk about that actually i'm here to talk about my movie and and all this like
2: i'm here to talk about that time i yeah. Used the N word and was anti -anti (laughs) anti-Semitic. I beat my girlfriend. I'm here to talk about those things I did that were shitty. It's like what? Like, come on! Like, he—he's a shitty guy. Like, I don't know why he's—he's not—he's not, he's he's not still, even still doing doing stuff. anything
0: anymore, is he? Like, I haven't. Oh, he is. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's in—he's in a bunch of movies.
0: Oh right. Go ahead, a, look him <laughs> up. a New
2: fucking Lethal Weapon in the works. Jesus <laughs> <For prizes, laughs> oh, Christ! No, he's—he's he's sort of transitioned. He Mel does Gibson to movie. direct Lethal Weapon Five. That was in the news two oh, days my ago. Oh god! Go. I did
0: not realize. I thought he was just like. I thought people just sort of like preemptively cancelled him for like the modern day.
2: You know, like just no, no, based no, on his around. past transgressions. I mean i get it like there's 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 two different things right one is when you have someone like don draper being of his time and using that to either using the nasty things he says to put him in his time or make him a bad character yeah like if a nasty character says nasty things that's okay Mm. in a sense because it It's him, it's the character saying them, right? Not the hero. Not the guy that we aspire to be. It's the bad guy saying I I get it. Right? And so it's like, this is what you don't do because this is what the bad guy does. When it's the hero, there's a different... And I, I I'm I'm surprised as late as the I mean I guess it was just a socially conservative time the late 80s especially there was a lot of response to I don't know punk and all that you mm. know it was after it was sort of that time wasn't it you know it was a kind of but I don't know just uh, yeah I I am surprised as well that I mean I knew there was a little bit of homophobia in Seinfeld and Friends and yeah there's, and some yeah, of these other there's a, a lot in
0: in a lot of like uh, the sort of popular movies of the of the 80s it was it was there was definitely like undertone and and going into the 90s too i remember for, yeah, sure. for sure but um yeah i know it's 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 weird isn't it you you don't remember these things though because i think at the time like i was saying you, no you and it doesn't you don't you take bit. stock of
2: them you know you're just you're... it was weird because i because there was a lot of controversy over the faulty towers episode of the Germans yeah. where the major who is this old fossil yeah you know, yeah yeah is is saying the n word casually. Yeah. Um, I think, and, um, so he, you know, he,
1: he is meant to be an ancient relic who's like, what I, I can remember the exact episode. Cause I remember it as a kid thinking, blimey, like, but, but he says that he, I, I'm not going to repeat what he says. You could go ahead and Google it if you want, but his character is meant to be exactly that guy who would say that and not see it as, as an insult. That's just yeah, who yeah. he is. And John Cleese sort of rolls his eyes and, and walks away. And I think John Cleese's point was that just saying the word is not necessarily bad. If the character saying it is either the butt of a joke, or you're pointing out what an idiot and an old fossil they are, then them saying it is actually, in a way, you're saying look at this old relic, he's saying these things and we're not on board, really. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: I think I think it's that I think it's that it wasn't necessarily called out. Though. It was. It I mean, was not. I think, I think if you did it today, you would have right. to call it out immediately. Yeah. Of course, very obviously, right? Not just let it fly, which right. is obviously sort of what kind of happens in that episode. And I mean, it's they make
1: fun of the Irish in, in that uh, show as well, um, and like there's there's a whole bunch of stuff where they're sort of. You know, they're just being very casually xenophobic and racist. Um the way it was the seventies. I mean that was what British television was for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Was making fun of anybody that wasn't a straight white bloke, basically. Uh, and a lot of comedy in the 70s was like that. And and the, that that was the, the era. And I think now we look at it and it seems hopelessly dated. But you kind of think by the time of the 80s, it's, things have been empowered and it's a bit different. But then stuff like that pops up in a major movie and I'm still kind of amazed by it. But the thing is, if you look at 48 Hours, which was another classic 80s action movie yeah. that really kicked off the whole buddy-buddy cop thing, yeah. which combined action with... Uh, good crime sort of central story and the relationship the core relationship between two cops who are friends or frenemies or whatever and them having to come to terms with this awkward partnership 48 Hours started that that whole thing in the 80s that was the one it was Eddie Murphy all these buddy, and buddy was it- cop movies.
0: Nick Nolte Nick Nolte yeah I wanted to say Nick and Nolte but I was Nick
1: Nolte shit. is a racist sexist piece of shit in that film and Eddie Murphy calls him out on it but Eddie Murphy's character is also I'm pretty sure he's quite homophobic in the film as well well yeah I mean but Eddie
0: Murphy like, was made a lot of kind of homophobic is, jokes yes. in his stand up and stuff uh, again like of its time I suppose but not still not like an excuse I guess but
1: no no but it was I mean he was on stage there's a bit he does about Mr. T yes where he, he talks about Mr. T and is very Michael homophobic Jackson,
0: and Mr. All D. All of that. Uh,
1: and he was
0: the biggest comedian in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It,
1: it's like, I, I I just think it's interesting. My daughter said to me, Dad, that was eight, that was 40 years ago. It doesn't feel no, like that No, it doesn't. Long. Of
0: course it doesn't. You remember but all the stuff he was saying lot. about AIDS in the stand-up as well. Like his dick yeah, was going to fall of off and it was on fire and everything. But that was sort of like common, common sort of jokes if you like at the time right like it was yeah. uh, it was But
1: it's it's interesting that you say that there are things that we're saying now that we'll think about as being unacceptable in in the Oh there is for sure years. like
0: we we it's possible, you're not you just I, I you think have we're no, pretty
1: careful nowadays We're
0: a lot more a lot more careful but I'm sure that there's going to be further changes in society where you'll look back and you'll be like, I can't believe I used to say that. Like, I can't believe I just can't imagine
1: what it could be Didn't find that offensive
0: or whatever. No, I know. But that's the thing. You have no, you have no concept for it because I wasn't thinking that kind of stuff when I was watching fucking Eddie Murphy in the eighties doing stand-up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he was making, making jokes and I was laughing. Like I didn't
2: think about it at all. I didn't think about whether it was going to be. Everyone will have like a third eye, like in their forehead, like a Google (laughs) eye. Well, we'll get cancelled in 2080 because
1: having three It'll eyes. We'll be calling will be people with glasses
2: four eyes as well. That'll be a big problem. I'm waiting
1: for my people to get some uh, some, 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 justice. Oh, my God, in yeah. I
2: can't, that'll be what it is in 20 years. It's going to be looking back at these old episodes, looking at every time Lewis called P-Flax an egg. Yeah. And just like fucking. I'm waiting. I can't believe Lewis called P-Flax an egg. That's so insensitive. Oh, and
1: if you could see it was hurting Pyrrhon at the time, but he was too professional. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the, the power, power dynamic was there where didn't think he could speak up. Someone needs to help Pyrion out. Bold two. Hashtag bold two. Hashtag yeah, no air. We need to think of a good a good slogan here hashtag yeah. we're all bald inside uh, i think no, with I a hashtag... i think with a lot oh, no, of, i need some marketing I, help I, with it.
0: I think with a lot of comedy it's like it's it's a lot of it is time and place right like and and some of it ages so poorly you know like you look back at, at and tone yeah for sure like i think for that sure. if you
2: if you deliver a really bad awkward like offensive joke well enough i think you could trick a lot of people into laughing
0: yeah for sure and i think actually i, I think norm Macdonald was really good at that i mean i, I know not everybody likes like like norm, norm mcdonald's comedy or whatever but he was very good at delivering sort of um jokes that you were like oh my god but they he did it in such a funny way you know what i mean like and especially if you look back on some of his comedy like you can see oh that, god, you know yeah. at the time you know people thought it was very funny and he still you can still appreciate that it is pretty funny or whatever but like i don't know like some of the stuff that he was you know saying in the in the 90s like he wouldn't get away with now for sure, but also some of the stuff he was saying in the '90s uh meant that he like lost his job and stuff at the time too. So it's like I don't know like a soft cancel at 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 the time or whatever. Like we didn't have the the cancel culture that we have now for sure. Like back then, but to to actually like lose your job on like you know Saturday Night Live or whatever because of some jokes that you made at an awards show or allegedly it was pretty was a pretty big deal back then right like it yeah, just yeah. didn't always happen sort of thing so i don't know it's it, it's it's weird it's it's just so subjective right like uh, but like it's oh, not yeah. um it's also not – it's not fair to just sort of say, oh, it's – you know, I find it funny because, like, if people are actually getting offended by it and, uh, you know, some people will say, oh, that's the point of comedy. Like, some people are just going to get offended and, and some people aren't or whatever. But I, I don't know. It's such a tricky one, right? Like, I kind of hate analyzing it. I, and, I hate, yeah. and I hate watching comedians in cars, like – uh because I hate how Jerry Seinfeld analyzes comedy so much. Like I, I do it's, think it,
1: it's interesting. His point, I'm sure we've talked about it before. He said that comedy is the hardest job in the world. Yeah. And I think... His point was, like I don't think it it's hard in the same way that being a firefighter or being a brain surgeon or whatever is hard. But there are very few successful comedians compared to most other jobs. yeah, like it it is a very it's very hard to be successful. And I think it's very rare that you find people who can go up on stage and make thousands of strangers laugh and become famous for it. yeah, continue to write jokes and be funny for years that is that he is right that is rare that is i don't think that yeah. makes it a hard job i think that makes it a very unusual job yeah um but to say that it's oh it's the hardest job in the world i think that's ridiculous yeah
0: yeah no it's not clear i i, I get what he means but like yeah right. like looking at it from from like uh like that kind of perspective like of course it's not the hardest job in the world like you know right uh, like also
1: i'm not i'm not lying seinfeld i love but jerry seinfeld's stand-up has anyone ever really found it that funny? I mean, like it genuinely. Is... I've watched his specials, I've watched his stuff. It, I'm sorry, but it's just not that. It's very, very of its time. It is. Like for the sure. idea of observational yeah. comedy like you watch it now it's like he's just talking about like it's all the jokes about what about airline food it's like that's all a riff on Jerry Seinfeld's
2: stuff yeah of course but like and you're right it's that that was the whole thing they even joke about it in Seinfeld Jerry even jokes about how all the comics are doing observational comedy yeah yeah he's not you know the best at it anymore kind of thing like that's in Seinfeld I don't know you gotta there's Um, there's there's
0: so many aspects to it too like when I was watching Seinfeld I was a kid you know I was like in my my early to mid teens when when Seinfeld was sort of at its height watching it every Thursday, prime time when it was yeah. on TV and stuff. But as funny as I found it, there was a large part of it that was like you had to watch it because that's how you fit in the next day at school and stuff, too, right?
1: <laughs> and and oh, and, I don't know. That is still a great show. It's, like, no, it is
0: for show. sure. I'm not I'm not saying that it's not at all a great show, but there's 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 multiple things going on there, right? Like, especially when something is like is is at its yeah. at its peak at, at its prime there's there's a lot of um a lot of people will be watching it and not taking too much stock of it because they just want to remember like the you know the the really memorable lines so that they could just you know the next day at school or at work or whatever be like Haha, and then when he said this and and stuff you know what i mean like it's there's there's all sorts of stuff that goes into it but very much of its time in a, in a lot of cases too you know
2: like for sure yeah gentlemen the holidays have come early thank god manscaped the leading men's hygiene brand has launched some new products for you to use finally new ultra premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that's gonna that's gonna make a great stocking stuffer for me exactly it's time to give yourself the gift of beautiful skin hair and balls this holiday season, you will never feel the same way. If you go to manscaped.com Triforce, you can get yourself a little gift, 20% off, and free shipping. Make sure you're feeling and smelling prepared for a little action under the mistletoe. Oh, hell get yeah. Get your balls kissed this
1: Christmas. Kiss
0: my balls <laughs> under the mistletoe and they will be perfectly manicured as well, baby. Yep. Get your
2: Christmas scrotum in order with Manscaped. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there is all sorts of good stuff. Uh, you can get the Manscaped performance package but there's also a whole load of new stuff. There's a lovely coconut water Uh, shampoo and conditioner with sea kelp extract. I thought
1: thought you were meant to drink it. Fucking hell, no wonder I've been so sick. There
2: is (laughs) the Lord Mower 4.0, of course. A very nice electric trimmer, which I have used on my own balls. So feel free to imagine that. Sample my perfectly manscaped Yule log this holiday season. Exactly. Mm. Uh, Get 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com slash Triforce. Clean up your candy cane this year with (laughs) Manscaped. Oh, shit, yeah. Anyway, I've got some news articles Mm. that I read that I thought you might be interested in. Um, What is the optimal bedtime hour to reduce the risk of heart attacks and strokes? What, in children? Is it 10 o'clock? No, in in people. Oh,
0: man, I hope it's it's 2 a.m. because I'll feel like shit
2: if it isn't. You were right, P-Flex. It was between 10 and 11 p.m. How much leeway? Well, the riskiest, the riskiest time for your heart is after midnight oh, because it reduces the likelihood shit. of you seeing morning light, which resets the body clock. Mm. Oh well, I don't so have a problem with
0: that. I see morning light all the time. I just, just average like three hours a night of right. sleep. So. I see.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you figure it out for yourselves. yourself. Yeah, as long just, as you get six to eight hours, you'll be fine. I think. Oh, I get like um, a, like six sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably fine, uh, right? I feel okay. Been, there was a big auction. We talked about auctions, but there's a big auction this week which of the following items fetched the highest price? Was it a dress worn by Amy Winehouse during her final concert oh. or an original Apple One computer or the volleyball used as a prop from the 2000, the 2000 film Cast Away with Tom Hanks? Oh, that's, uh, it's got to be between the,
0: it's the dress and the prop, between the dress and the prop for sure. The computer, I don't think, think anybody so? I, cares. I actually,
1: yeah. it could be the computer, but there must be some of those knocking about. There's I can tons imagine... of them still knocking people will pay a lot of money for a new iPhone every year. There must be some Apple lover out there, some some selector for or the something,
0: corporate yeah corporate shit. I don't know though because like I'm gonna you know, say the Apple. Uh, I'm gonna say Amy Winehouse's dress because I remember recently um Kurt Cobain's cardigan that he wore uh, his cardigan sweater that he wore on the unplugged set, you know unplugged in New York or whatever, um sold for like a hundred grand or something like at auction.
2: Yeah, well, the dress did sell for $243,000. There you go, there you go. But it was not the most. What? The Apple One sold for $400,000. Oh, that's crazy.
0: There's tons of those things kicking around. No, there's not.
2: There's only 200 models. Uh, They were sold in kits. You had to put them together yourself. Oh, right. Um, And this one had a rare Hawaiian koa wood case added by a California computer retailer. So it's like all smooth wood. It's very weird looking. But they Volleyball Man. sold for three hundred thousand. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Well, I mean,
0: you know what they say: fool me once, good for you; <laughs> fool me twice, shame on you. Really, I mean, really well. Yeah, re- well. So GG.
2: during the lockdown last year, uh, lots of people bought um, pizza ovens. Lots of people bought hot tubs. I, I bought a pizza oven. <laughs> And yeah. lots of people bought <laughs> gaming equipment. I mm-hmm. bought a
0: soup maker, which I've uh, I've donated to charity now because we used it one time. It was messy yeah, as can hell. Yeah, be bothered? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like we just which... went back
2: to making pasta. Wait, so, like three times it, a week. so
1: you were going to ask which was the biggest seller? Pizza ovens? Which?
2: No, pizza ovens, hot tubs, and gaming equipment? Which one do Britons most regret buying? I'm oh, going to say pi- hot tub. It's got to be the I'm going to say hot oven. tub.
1: No, I'm going to say hot tub. Takes up the most room costs a fortune to run those things you got to yeah clean but the, the one or
2: two times that you use it it's fucking fun like dude
1: i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna say fucking hot tub all day long here. well
2: it turns out out of the four thousand people surveyed half of them regretted buying a gaming console what, what? that's i know outrageous well, that, 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 that just shows how shocking. bad the gaming consoles are they
0: are I the best they're the best value for money gaming console for sure right
2: like fucking not... console gamers man i i do it well they're yeah, idiots aren't they
1: that's why they're all idiots console gamers if you're listening to this right now and you're a console gamer you're an idiot okay you know but it.
0: realistically though you get a console there's games that you can get for free on all the shops like playstation store xbox store whatever nintendo store there's like there's so much value you can get out of it i can't believe that anybody would regret buying one, <sighs> you know unless I, they're I, not true gamers i again. know
1: what it is i know what it is this is, this is the same shit I get from people whenever I talk about video games to my normie friends. It's always the same. It's like, yeah, no, I loved it, but it just, took, it just ate up so much of my time I had to get rid of it. Oh, like, fuck wait, off. wait a minute, wait a minute. You it, bought something, it, you were getting a ton of enjoyment good... out of it, and
2: it was <laughs> wasting your, time. What, your you time. what are you doing yeah. instead? What are you
1: doing instead? Give me a fucking run. Yeah, yeah, I
2: got married. I had a wife. I used to have sex with her, but it was taking, I was enjoyed it too much. So I had to yeah, get rid of her. I had to get rid of her. It's taking up too much. Time. Hanging up
0: fucking stupid pictures in your house because you're henpecked. That's why, right? You just hen-pecked. don't have any fucking. What is this, the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I had a lovely, I have the lovely
2: picture of a Monet in my, in my living room, but I had to chuck it in the skip because I like looking at it too much. It was just too nice. What? Fuck off. It's such a dumb thing. I know. But uh, it turns out, a lot of people did buy hot tubs um, and the uh, insurance companies noticed accidental claims of damage from parasols crashing into the birds pecking holes oh. had increased three times. And fire pits and pizza ovens, of course, a 20% rise in fires. Right. Wow. Um, so, yeah, be careful. Um, with your shed burning down due to a pizza oven outside. Oh,
1: and <laughs> well, luckily I haven't got a shed. Oh we, we, man, we I got. One. Needed to get one, but uh, we, uh, we've got a thing around the side of the house. We use.
0: Oh, word of warning: Yeah, you can have mice uh, that uh, like like to colonize your shed. You know, like oh. uh, so if you leave a lot of junk in your shed, like we do, like we had old picnic blankets and stuff in there. We went in one one summer to clean it out and all the picnic blankets had just been shredded and used oh as bedding God. by mice and shit like it was They were loving it. They were They're having played. a great time, Just man.
1: imagine filming that. They would yeah. that would be great. And they
0: were like you're like they were like the Sylvanian mice too, you know, like they had their little sewing kits out. They were quilting, quilting fucking blankets and making cars. They had a whole city in there. It was fucking you awesome. You know
1: what? I I loved Sylvanian family stuff. So then you go to the time.
2: and you stood on the balcony and you watched them in their little workshop, of, of course, like I that. did. Yeah. My, from my, my kids
1: got into Sylvanian families. I watched them years on closed
0: ago. circuit uh, monitor from my, my smoking basement that I uh, <laughs> dug out underneath oh, my yeah, house. Right. Yeah.
1: Do, do your kids have Sylvanian families, Sips?
0: Uh, my daughter has like a couple of them. They're, really? it's, it's one of those toys that is really appealing in its packaging. You go yeah. to the store and they, they're always like displayed really nicely. The little sets are really intricate and detailed. They look really good. They're expensive as fuck. They're though. so expensive. And uh and like my daughter likes like some of it, but not all of it. Like she bought like the the little ice cream stand. She liked that one. And there's like yeah. a little green grocer one that she liked. But not not overly, no. Like no, she doesn't go mad in for it. She's more into like she's really into my little ponies. Like right. lots of my little ponies.
1: So my, my kids were into it and we we skirted around the, the cost issue by going onto eBay. Oh and you yeah. You can buy boxes of fucking mixed Sylvanian Family stuff. Much cheaper, good God. and then it has really good resale value because there's always people selling these giant boxes of it. So you can pretty much sell it for what you got it for. We ended up giving it to a friend uh, who had a kid that loved Sylvanian families and was a good few years younger than my el- my youngest. Right. Uh, so we were like, you know, well, let's let's give it to them because they, they love it. I, I genuinely think I love the Sylvanian family stuff more than my kids for some reason. I loved the little otters. Uh, and yeah, the little I like the the... People, like the little you know animal yeah. people. They oh, were yeah. so cute. I loved them. I was like I want to play with this stuff and lay them out in like a Man, proper uh, town and take pictures oh, of everything. Oh yeah.
0: I'm like that with Playmobil. Um and disgusting. The thing with Playmobil <laughs> is that I was too old to play with it, but like by the time <laughs> it it really caught on and my yeah. but my brother had tons of it and I was always like my brother would have, like, all these cool sets and I would Ugh. secretly play with it sort of thing. Like, uh, I like hated you know, Playmobil. after he'd gone to bed and stuff. And uh, oh, for man. whatever reason, it was always just, like, this thing. I, li- I really like the sets, the detail and stuff like that. And so, like, anytime we're at the toy store now, my kids are, like, you know, looking at the Playmobil. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get that one. And they're like, nah. They just want to get, like, other stuff. They don't <laughs> oh, really like no. Playmobil.
2: I it just love the but- idea of the Sylvanian families just playing around on on you like 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 you being like the you wanted the to come alive and use your body as a playground for the sylvanian family it's like
1: there's a hill that's, up a weird, on top. that's a weird fantasy okay brother.
2: imagine the moment they came to
0: life though they were just actual real rats and mice though and they stunk <laughs> and they were like nibbling everything and they weren't doing the things you'd expect some them of these to do.
1: animals are predators for some of the other animals yeah i know
0: but like you know what i mean like imagine the moment they they became like alive they didn't do what you expected them to, you know? You'd expect them to you, be like you've put Hello fox- Mummy, I've qu soon you a quilt and stuff like that, but they're not. They're just like <laughs> y- and yeah. screeching and fucking shitting everywhere. And you
1: you and put the Mr. Fox and his family right next to the Mr. and Mrs. Chicken and their kids. And they're looking at you they're looking at next Big next to neighbours nervously. Idiots
2: we, we need to move. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck's sake. I got one more piece of news. Okay, for one you. more piece of news. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, some news from Japan this week. Uh, here there we go. There was a Japanese train driver who was docked pay for causing a one-minute delay to a train. I thought it was going to be something like there there was delays on
0: the line because the, he was legally marrying his train or something like that.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay. But he sued uh, the employer, uh, claiming mental anguish over being docked pay because it really stressed him out. Uh, Question for you is, how many passengers were affected by the incident? Three. Was it... Um, none, as the train was empty, or the fifty-six passengers on the train, or fourteen thousand people for causing delays. I'm going to say Which none, one? empty train. tips uh, I'm going to say none, empty train as well. It was an empty train. Wow. Uh, he went to the wrong platform, and they docked his pay fifty-five pence. So fifty literally pence, 50, fifty-five English p. Oh my god! Well, 80, how many? 80, how many yen does that work out to? Eighty-five be? yen. Right. It's not what, very much. What
0: can you buy with eighty-five yen nowadays? Fuck Back all. in my Day, Probably a chump. Eighty-five yen went a long way. You could go. You could buy two sodas at the cinema and a, a large popcorn. I earned three yen a month, and your mother and I bought a house for seven yen. That just saved up for three months. That's when I was a technician at the bowling alley, uh, which I retired from.
2: Uh, a- anyway, he got upset because it stressed about, and he refused to accept uh his reduced pay and sued them for 56 yen uh in unpaid wages he said it it was 55 so he sued well he was docked 85 yen but he's suing them for 56 yen well that's so i don't know maybe he feels like he shouldn't have been yeah yeah. he he feels like he should have been docked something but in fact not as much as well if he
1: has a contract you know and they docked his pay in line with working practices He's, he hasn't got a He's also stand suing up.
2: them for for 2.2 million yen in damages oh. for oh, Midland. Right, That's course, enough to yeah.
1: at least go out for a, a fancy a slap up feed. at what? Mrs. Yeah. what special. can
0: you get with 2.2 million yen nowadays because uh, back in my day, 2.2 um, Let's two... do yen <laughs> to pounds. It's uh,
2: 14,000 pounds.
0: Oh, so. 14 grand. What do you what can you get for 14 grand nowadays? Like a, a whole bunch like, of stuff. A pretty decent secondhand car, I guess. <laughs> For like a twenty, grand. You like a twenty. You could get like a twenty eighteen, uh, like a like a secondhand twenty eighteen Mercedes or something, probably for like McGann. fourteen grand. Yeah, right? sure.
2: Can
1: pay for a year of university.
2: Well, what's your um? I what's had an your email. I had an
1: email. This is going back a few episodes. Uh, been meaning to drop you a line. This is from Tom. Uh, been meaning to drop you a line since you had a rant on the state of the British film industry. So he's been working in the industry in the UK for ten years. He's worked for, on about fifteen big budget movies. He said, there's more going on in film now than I've ever seen before. Right, Usually sure. I'll have a couple of months a year fallow between jobs, but since the first lockdown it's been non-stop and even more queued up. Oh. There is more investment in film studios, both developing older ones, building entirely new ones than in decades. And not a single one of the projects I've ever worked on or am currently aware of in expansions is British. Netflix has been buying long-term leases in all these studios, Long Cross, Shepparton, they're looking to massive expansion to the UK. Disney's got a lease on Pinewood, Warner Brothers own Leavesden, and they're employing all these people, they're paying good wages. The British film industry, from the actors all the way down to the tea lady, I'm assuming, are very, very good at what they do. There's a lot of experience, a lot of talent there. But all of that money goes straight out to the Yanks who own all this stuff. Yeah. Um, he says, as to what British projects still exist, I think the best example in recent memory is the Cornetto trilogy, which was um one of the Dead, oh. uh, Hot Fuzz, and what was the other one? Was it end World's, of end. World's End?
0: World's End. World's End. Yeah. Um, I never saw so, that actually.
1: But even then, these were mostly American production companies with some French mixed in. Bond is still produced by Eon, but also several American companies. The path, the only path forward for us, I can see, is for British actors to band together and set up new production companies as some american actors have been doing I thought i'd let you know as an industry insider i think everything you said is on point nice. something my colleagues and i have also noticed kind regards from me and my tiny penis there
2: and then go. he also amazing he
1: also sent me uh the, the, he complained uh check out the reception building you do a
2: picture of a, a picture of pamela anderson
1: <laughs> no thank you thank you tom he, he complained <laughs> about driving in and out of pinewood studios uh the entrance is all fucked up and you've got to go in and mini roundabout and it's a nightmare. So. I just thought it was funny that, that that was a very British complaint at the end, complaining about the roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well,
2: I mean, yeah. You have to round off a bit of that yeah. chat, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. Good stuff. Well, thanks you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Until then, goodbye. Peace, bye. bye.